Today's Monday, May 11, 2015. This is Deadline, the Statesman's weekly podcast bringing you the latest headlines from Stony Brook University. In the next few minutes, you'll hear what's important in news, arts, and sports. Here's this week's stories from news with Kelly Zagers. After runoff elections for the undergraduate student government, the campus finally has its full results for next year's executive council. Members of the House Party swept the runoff, winning the remaining executive council positions. Cole Lee was elected president, Chris Lee Zammer will be executive vice president, Brody Hooper will be VP of communications, Vickery Klebe will be VP of student life, Chinello Obanero will be VP of clubs and organizations, and VP of academic affairs will be Danielle Ali. Junior marine vertebrate biology major Taylor Barad, who ran with the party party, won the treasurer position last week with 50% of the vote. It's the end of the semester, which means students are being reminded to fill out their course evaluations but response rates have been fairly low since the online evaluation system start in spring 2011. In fall 2014, according to the Faculty Center's administrators, the rate was 46.33%. This is all despite the Faculty Center spending 10 hours a day to tell students why the evaluation should be completed and are valued. The Faculty Center is using an incentive system to boost the responses. Students who complete course evaluations can be potentially rewarded with prizes like iPads. That's it for news. Now over to Arts and Entertainment with Kristen Massa. What will happen if the arts and crafts disappear from Stony Brook campus? By next January, the union will be shutting down for renovations. Most of the clubs and organizations located in the union have been relocated. The craft center is not on the list. The center has been around for nearly four decades, and now it may have to shut its doors. The Stony Brook community is trying to prevent this, and so far, a petition to keep this craft center open has received over a thousand signatures. A member of Stony Brook's faculty was recently honored when he was asked to be on the nominating committee for the 60th Annual Drama Desk Awards. Steve Marsh was asked to sit on a six-member committee to choose the best of the best in New York's theater world. The awards will take place May 31st. That's it for arts and entertainment. Over to sports with Joe Galati. The Stony Brook women's lacrosse team saw its magical season come to a bitter end on Sunday, losing in the second round of the NCAA tournament at Princeton 8-4. After heading into halftime tied at 3, the Seawolves were outscored 5-1 in the second half, which included three of Princeton's Abby Finkelston's four goals in the afternoon. No Seawolves scored two or more goals, with Kylie O'Miller, Courtney Murphy, Dorian Van Dyke, and Kristen Yavoli chipping in one apiece. Stony Brook softball, too, felt the agony of defeat, falling in the American East Championship game by dropping two straight games to Binghamton 5-2 and 9-3. The Seawolves opened up the tournament with a 2-0 win over Maine and a 16-3 win over Binghamton, needing just one more win against the Bearcats. Binghamton jumped out to a 5-0 lead in game number one and batted in five runs in the top of the sixth in game two to steal the championship from Stony Brook. Stony Brook baseball went undefeated this week, topping NYIT 18-13 before sweeping UMass Lowell in the three-game road series. In their barn burner against NYIT, SBU drove in 18 runs on 18 hits with Jack Parenti, Casey Baker, Andrew Gazzola, and Jeremy Giles, each leading the team with three hits. The Seawolves swept the Riverhawks with 5-3, 9-3, and 9-0 victories. Pitcher Riley McInerney gave just one hit and one walk in the final contest. And that's all for sports. There you have it. From all of us here at the Statesman, thank you for listening to this semester's last edition of Deadline. Be sure to check out our final print issue of the semester on stands today. Have a wonderful summer, Seawolves, and thank you for an amazing year. It has been an honor to bring you the news each week. For Deadline and for the Statesman one last time, this is Rebecca Anzell.